Carissa scores! There's scenes here at Perry Park! Chris Lynn has taken the wild thing and sent him off! Welcome back to the Beyond the Sidelines podcast. Joining me, Finn and Campbell. Boys, it's episode 19. How are we on this fine day? We're good. Edging yep. closer to 20. Yeah, God. Can milestone. At the milestone. That's the milestone. Uh, that's big stuff. That's. I remember when we first started, we were going, yeah, we'll get to 20 in no time. <laughs> and haven't we just? Time's just felt like forever with you, bloody blokes, honestly. <laughs> time's just but flown, I reckon. It's just gone so quickly. Anyway, we'll celebrate episode 20 and episode 20. When it gets 20. there. Wait but, till we get yeah. to that point. Guys, we've got a whole week. You know, a whole let's week. Let's just, uh, let's survive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, we'll get on to our fast five, starting off with the Perth Glory. What's going on there, guys? No idea. Man, it's a bit no of a, idea. Bit of a shambles, eh? I mean, last year they were a penalty shootout away from, what do they call the A-League trophy? What's the nickname? The toilet seat. <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea, mate. Yeah, I think that, yeah, that is it. That's what it I've like. heard that nickname. Yeah, People, but again, they yeah. were... Uh, the home team in the grand final last year, and mm. now they're bottom of the pile. Bottom. And let's, you know, I mean, the Phoenix were bottom last week, but we can yeah. talk about them later. Now they're in mm. ninth. <sighs> Soaring. 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 Well, I mean, no. P- P- Perth have only won one game this year, and it was against the Phoenix. Exactly, mate, but you've got to start, you know, when does the coach get sacked? Mm. Very good yeah. coach. Is it Popovich? I think it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Again, won an Asian Champions League title with the Wanderers. Mm. Very good coach. He's been there, done it. But, I mean, they're coming last. And this is a team who can't come last. Yeah. No. This is a team who, one of you two, I forgot who it was. I think, I think it was, was me. Was it you? Yeah. Picked them to come first. Yeah. We all had them in our top six. Yep. I mean, it's early on and in the season, so we'll see what happens. And, you know, all coaches are getting judged by the beyond the sidelines predictions at the end of the day. So, hey, if he wants to back himself up, come on to the Beyond the Sidelines <laughs> podcast. <laughs> come on. <laughs> come on. And time's up there, boys. We're on to number two. Israel, Flower versus Rugby Australia. So two comes after one. Two does come after okay. one. This Again, is correct. Good yeah. you can count. Well, we're Maths well, A students, exactly. mate. Or former yeah. Maths A students. Former. Survivors. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Rugby Australia, mate. I interrupted yeah. you, but um, settlement today. We're recording They're this They're not on bankrupt. They're not bankrupt. But the terms of the uh, settlement undisclosed. It's a, mm. it's a win for Israel. I, I think. think it is, yeah. I think. Um, again, I'm not going to comment on his, well, on, on his comments. What no. he said, he said. But I think he had terms in his contract that from all accounts from what I've heard he violated yeah so the fact Rugby Australia you know they seemingly they would have given up some decent cash definitely would have especially since he wanted 14 million exactly I don't think they got 14 million they definitely didn't get 14 million but it was a settlement wouldn't have been 14 million wouldn't have been 1 million so I'd be interested to see what it was but but where does Israel go now what does he do Hangs up the boots early, early shower. Well, I don't, I don't no know who would, ex- yeah, I don't know who would accept him. Because I'm not, not joking here. I think he used to go work for the church or something. Because yeah. I don't think most companies wouldn't pick him up now, let mm. alone other like sporting franchises. Yeah, mm. no way. Anyway, Tom Gilbert, a uh, friend of the podcast. Oh, friend, <laughs> friend. He's not yet. So you actually, that's a bit okay. of a spoiler. Oh, he, um, well, he re-signed, of course, with the North Queensland Cowboys, uh, recently. Boys, let's let's discuss this. He had a great yeah. interest Super Cup uh, did. season. Finished the 2019 season as the Rookie of the Year and Lock of the Year, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, he's one of those great talents, you know. And, you know, when I was playing with him in under-12s, you know. <laughs> you I, was pl- I was playing with him in under-9s, mate. Oh, so. so where did we go wrong? <laughs> I think it was development. Um, yeah, like, like height? Yeah. You was always, a factor? Yeah. You always knew he was going to go places. He hasn't gotten there yet. Um, but he is one of the more talented, well, talented talents, more prodigious talents in the NRL, um, and we'll see how he goes next season. Speaking to his manager, his media manager, sorry, um, he seems quite hopeful, um, but we'll see where he goes. I can see him breaking into that North Queensland side and really running that front line with Talmalolo, just mm. carving up teams. I think he'll play next year. I think he will, but again, is he going to be a regular or is he going to be a you know a four-gamer mm. type thing? I think he could be a bench player. Come on. Yeah, but I think, you know, the fact that the Cowboys are re-signing him, that shows intent. All so right, uh, time's up on that one, boys. Vunavalu, Suliasi mm. Vunavalu signs for the Queensland Reds. I did not I did not see this coming. It just came out of the blue. And look, Melbourne, the Melbourne Storm are now down to, yeah, look, they don't have many outside mm. backs left. Well, Ado Carr, he's apparently going to leave. Or at yeah. least there are rumours, strong rumours yeah. of that happening. But again, this is weird. Mm. This is weird because... Normally, when a move like this happens, there's rumours about it for weeks yeah. Before, yeah. beforehand. It just came out of nothing. No chatter. Storm no are losing chatter. so much talent. I lost Brody Croft yeah. recently. Oh, they're just losing everyone. But we were talking about 
off air what the Queensland Reds are going to line up like next year. And we're going... And the Wallabies. And the Wallabies. We're going, there's a bit of a hole on the outside, out on the wing. Mm. And they seem to have filled it. Well, it's not for next year. Uh, sorry. Yeah, next year. Sorry. He, um, he's going... Yeah, 2021. Okay. So... 2020, he'll be with the Storm. I don't know how much game time he'll get. Who's they might the even Storm? try and no. blood someone else. He'll play. He'll I think play, yeah. Craig Bellamy, smart coach, he'll go, Unavalu, he's our best winger, mm. especially if Adokar leaves. We need to play him. Because yeah. it's yeah. stupid just to bench a guy, send yeah. him to Q Cup just because, I don't know. Well, I was also thinking maybe the Storm might be interested in Latrell Mitchell. Wait, but, but they could be going. So that while they true. have him, they'll want to try and push for another NRL are they, are they trying to free up salary cap space? Yeah, maybe. Actually, I will just say this quickly. You think about that Reds team. Yeah. So we were talking about it again off yeah. air. Tate McDermott, nine. Isaac Lucas, 10. Yeah. Vunavalu and... Um, got Jar. Well, on the, who's the person on a one-year contract? Uh, Henry Spate. But Henry again, Spate. I think it's one-year contract. But he'll, he'll play this year, and then I think Vunavalu will come in. Yep. Jock Campbell come out on the... Jock at fullback, Batea at 13. It's looking with like a great side. James O'Connor in the James middle and with Batea. As we were saying, also... um. For the last few years, Waratahs and New South Wales teams generally in sport mm. dominate the national team. Yeah. I think this is a bit of, you know, Queensland. changing of the guard, isn't it? It certainly is. You look at that forward pack too, you know, Tom Kibble, Harry Wilson, Fraser McBride. McBride, it's Harry Hawkins, it's, it's stacked. A, it's such it a great young team. And, um, I'm really keen to see where they go. It's great for Australian rugby because these guys have grown up together. Mm. You know, they're not years apart. Yeah. They're generally, generally the same age. Could yeah. see another 2012 side. 20, Possibly. 2011, mate. 2011? Close. 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 I, was at that, I was at that final. <laughs> I remember watching it in Lismore, but anyway. Yeah, right. Yeah. Anyway. Tra- traveler of the world. Oh, yeah. We, <laughs> could, we, could, we could honestly talk about it all day. We'll get on to our last topic, though. Number five. Why don't we? Let's do it. <laughs> our last Fast Five, number five, declaring, boys. In the uh, recent test match against Pakistan, Australia... Um, they seem to have enough time to let Warner reach his record, but Tim Payne decided to declare and have a bowl against Pakistan, sort of denying him the uh, the record. Well, they were going to... They basically were waiting. I think they, it was said that they were going to declare it something like 5 o'clock or 5.30. Mm. It's because of the night session. It's yeah. very hard to bat it. Oh, and it was it a is. good decision because they took about six wickets, didn't they? It was. Or was Payne just going, look, I can't score anything above 20. <laughs> I'm a bit jealous, <laughs> I'm mate. a bit jealous. No, but it's... I don't know. David Warner, it would have been cool to see someone get, break that record. I think even Brian Lara said yeah. it would have been cool to see someone break it, but David Warner? Yeah. <laughs> of all the people on TV, Mr. Woolies himself. If I wasn't a cricketer, I'd probably be working at Woolworths. Good on you, good on you, David. No, it's um great batting performance. Oh. But it would have been cool to see him get to that 400 or at least, pre- uh, well, strive towards it. Well, yeah, he's, well, he, well he's second now in the uh, record books behind Matthew Hayden's score of 380. So he wasn't far off. It's only another, yeah, three eighty. Thought it was three eighty four. I'm pretty sure it's three eighty. That's off the anyway, top of my head. So don't, um, don't hold me to that. Well, I, lo- I looked this one up, so yeah. I think I might be right. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did set the record Google's, for yeah. the uh, highest test score at Adelaide Oval as yeah. well. Oh, so. quickest, yeah, quickest uh, test hundred as Should well. Another cool Sydney. thing. Another yeah, cool he's thing. Breaking the records all over the place. Um, I saw on Facebook uh, a few years ago. Someone tweeted David Warner saying, "Oh, I'd love you to score a three hundred. And Warner commented saying, mate, I don't have the patience for it. <laughs> now, oh. three, four, five years down the track, he's, exactly. he's matured a lot. He has, well, yeah. yeah. Has uh, he? No, yeah, he has. He has. And I think just like Steve Smith, he's learnt from obviously the last year. Mm. Um, but no, that's great to see. So, yeah. But Tim Payne, come on, man. Well, I mean, he's getting undermined <laughs> left, right and centre as well by Smudge. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, it, a, that's it, a whole other story to talk yeah, about. The there, new boys. boy's coming back in and Payne exactly. doesn't like it. He no. doesn't. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like sledging Payne. But, uh, Colgate? <laughs> that was the worst sledge. I believe that was Labuschagne, though. Yeah, there were pretty good sledges against. Um, was it India? And um, sure. he was telling. Um, who's the Indian wicketkeeper? Uh, Pant. Pant. Uh, Ravish. Uh, yeah, Ri- Rishab. Rishab Pant. Yeah, and he was yeah. saying, "Oh, you know, can you babysit my kids?" And <laughs> oh, I remember week? that. I like that, that one. That was funny. Anyway, yeah. yeah, well over time. Well, this week we had a great interview. Uh, Goofy. Good. David. David Goofy Sutherland from the yeah. Brisbane Goofy. Bandits. Australian Isn't that a great player. nickname? Goofy is a great. Um, yeah, it is. But I guess, yeah. Well, he's a legend of the game, isn't he? Or at least yeah, in Australia. Yeah. Um, probably doesn't get the recognition he deserves, I guess, because, let's face it, baseball isn't top tier in Australia. No. But no. still, great chatting to him. Such a great staff. Was part of that team who beat the United States. Exactly. Yeah. You know, Four-time uh, back-to-back. They're going for their fifth, the Bandits. So they've won it four years in a so row. Back-to-back-to-back-to-back. To back, to back, to back. Back. I reckon, to they, got, I reckon they got sick oh. of winning. 
It's a lot of... It's a lot of backs. It's a lot of backs. Yeah. It is a lot of backs. Anyway, you can listen to his interview right now. And we are joined by David Goofy Sutherland, our Brisbane Bandits veteran player. Now, David, I just want to start off this interview by asking, why do you have the nickname Goofy? Oh, mate, uh, that's, uh, I've had that nickname since uh, I was a kid. Uh, my first Queensland training, we were doing a fielding drill and I, um, I was uh, making a throw and I stood on my long shoelaces and I fell over. And <laughs> the co- coach back then, uh, Peter Dutton, he's a oh, yeah, famous, legend. he's a Hall, Hall yeah. of Fame Queensland player and coach. He uh, just said, oh, that's a bit goofy. And um, everyone that heard it had a good laugh and it just stuck. <laughs> mate, let's get, you know a bit of psychology here. How does that make you feel? Because is that a you know you would have heard some worse nicknames out there though, right? Yeah, no, nah, probably I was a little, little bit funny probably the first day, but then I I'm a bit of pretty laid back, and um, I saw I saw the funny side of it, and mate, ever since um, no one ever says it in a mean way, so yeah, just sort of it's good. People yeah. people know people know me by that, and uh, I think it um I think it helps in that way. Yeah, certainly. And you play for the Brisbane Bandits, as we previously mentioned. Four-time champions, going for the fifth. What do you reckon your yeah. chances are this season? And, uh, I think um, every year, like having won four in a row, every year it gets tougher and tougher. All the other teams are that more driven to uh, really challenge us. But um, we've got a great core group of players that come together, really want to do the job every time. So it's never, it's never guaranteed or anything, but... Uh, Looking at our team and how we play together, I think um, we'll give we'll give it a good poke. Well, I guess. How do you think you guys have started to the season? You know, is it to the standards you guys want to be playing it? Yeah, we're probably not there yet. Um, we went away to Adelaide the first round and uh, we were very flat. I think uh, yeah, we really hadn't had much time to bond as a group. A few new players and uh, there was a couple of games there we could have won, but we got we got uh, beaten in the late innings. But then. Good fight back week two against Geelong. Played very well. And so four wins, four losses. But we haven't played our best baseball, so we uh, sort of understand what we need to do. But it's about winning at the right time, isn't it? And I guess that's something you guys have what learnt over the last four years, well, five years. You know, peaking, yeah. at the, peaking at the right time. You don't win a championship in the first round. So it's about, yeah. I guess, learning from those mistakes. Absolutely. Um, I think, yeah, you got to understand that um, you're not going to play your best every game. So you just, you really need to uh, work hard and keep improving. And by the end of the season, it doesn't really matter what happened in round one. Now, I'm reasonably new to uh, baseball in Australia. Yeah. What is the support like in the ABL competition? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, as far as like a following goes, I think it uh, it keeps building. Um when I walk around, go to the shops now, you get people come up to you all the time saying, "Oh, how you going? Good luck, good luck for your games and stuff." Wow. Um, yeah, I, awesome. I had quite a bit, and more. It seems like more and more people know what's happening every year. They may not be may, like at every game, but they certainly are aware that the, the league's happening, and <laughs> which is a bit different to when <laughs> when the ABL started. I don't think anyone really people didn't know we played baseball in Australia, so. <laughs> stuff like that yeah. but yeah um especially with winning i think um a lot, a lot of people in brisbane sort of definitely know about us and uh want to want to come watch us yeah and speaking about home you played there last weekend uh you yep. played at one hub stadium powered by optus which i mean it's holloway field um yep. i remember going there as a kid queensland rams how good is it there on a game day uh we yeah we love it there um it's not the biggest stadium, but we love the atmosphere there. The grandstands are right on top of the the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably the closest you'll get, like closest you'll get to the field anywhere in Australia. And it's normally nice and nice and warm, and the ball flies there. So um, I think our fan, uh, yeah, our fans really really love it there. Yeah, better than the RNA when you guys used to play there. Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, <laughs> it's. When we, when we made the move, the first thing that was nice was just to play on like a proper made baseball field instead of sort of, mm. um, yeah, instead of just a place that made into a field. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Look, as a supporter, it wasn't great either. Going to yeah. um, <laughs> RNA, not going to lie. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't a fan. Yeah. It certainly has a good feel, feel that Holloway. Definitely. Well, I guess, mate, that just kind of highlights what you just said. That highlights 
how secondary baseball is in Australia, like if we're being honest. So growing up, how did yeah. you get into baseball? Especially when there are you know, more Australian sports out there like cricket, which is yeah. similar. Absol- absolutely. My story is a bit of a funny one. Um, I, we, we weren't, we're never a baseball family, but um, I just, my, my brother's friend talked him into coming down and play T-ball one day at Mitchelton. And, um, and when I was five years old, I went down and had a look and I was just hooked. Like I, from that moment on, I never really thought about playing another sport or really wanted to play another sport. So yeah. <laughs> just sort of how it happened. Um, and since I was five, I've never really looked back. Well, so, what, well yeah. what is it about baseball that you love? Mate, um, that's a... Hard to put into words? Yeah, hard to put into words. I don't know. I honestly just love the game since I was a kid. Yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah. I guess we are... Again, we all love our own different sports and that type of thing. And I guess, yeah, yeah it is hard to put into words, maybe, I guess. It's, uh, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe you think back to when, when you're a kid and you just, just really loved in, uh, yeah. turning up and... It just sort of goes from there. Exactly. Well, it's, it's enjoyment. It's comfort. It's, yeah. 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 Well, when you were playing as a kid, what was the junior setup like for baseball? Uh, yeah. Um, pretty good. Uh, uh, like you just play, you play at your local club and then you come through and then uh, under 14 start and then you um, get a chance to start playing for your region and then your state. So... And I think now, uh, once you're about 12, you can start playing little league. Which, if you if you do well, you can um, you can play internationally as well. So, so do you think the pathway is good now? Uh, yeah, it, it can always be improved, but I think baseball, instant, yeah, with the little league internationally and then the other leagues, the senior league, which is I think 15 year olds. Yep. Hmm. Um, they've tried to make it a one big thing. So you can start in Brisbane or wherever you are and end up in America somewhere. Well, I saw that on ESPN, Little League. It's a bunch of like 12-year-olds mm-hmm. and stuff. Little League yeah. Championship. Like yep. Australia were over there. Yeah. Yep. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I got into the wrong sport when I was young. Yeah. There you go. Well, imagine imagine yeah. being on ESPN when you're 12. It is a bit crazy. How the, how, um, I would never have thought of that when I was that age. <laughs> No exactly. way, no way. But now you've won a few ABL titles, the Claxton Shield. Yep. What's it like winning one of those or four of those or even more? Yeah, um, it's, a, it's amazing, actually. I've won the last four years, but back before that, I won a couple with the Queensland Rams as well. So it's always always very special. Um, we had a few tough years at the Bandits before we started winning. Where, and you, you start to wonder if you're ever going to win one, but it really isn't. A, every, every one of them is special. There certainly, <laughs> certainly was. Um, we had a very young team when the ABL started 10 years ago and it certainly, there was a lot of growing pains but a lot of the players, like looking back 10 years ago, it's a lot of the same people playing. Um, so a lot of those young blokes that came into the team at 19, 20 are still playing now and they're, they're, the, they're the blokes that drive the team. They're the best players. Certainly. And, you know, there were a few rough periods there in the changeover when it was going to the Queensland Rams to the yeah. Brisbane Bandits. What was that change yeah. like for you personally? It, yeah, it was... A, well, I didn't... One, one year I, I didn't play, but um, it um, it took a little bit. Obviously, it's a big effort to get um, like a competition like the ABL running on the ground running. And yeah, we had, we had our few... Um, we definitely had some growing pains there. Our team, like I said, our team changed a lot. A lot of old guys sort of finished up and... We ended up with a very young team there for a while. But I think uh, in the end, we did the right thing, having those young players, because obviously give them a chance, let let them develop, and look where we are now. Do you think the standard of baseball has improved in Australia? Yeah, yeah. no doubt about it, yeah. Um, the old Claxton Shield was like, it was it was one-week tournament for the most part, and um, mm. you're just not going to improve your game in that sort of time. Like It was definitely a fun week, but... Um, Having a proper league where we play for 12, 12 weeks against very good players, and then the the standard of players that come in overseas makes it you know like that just makes players just improve that much more. Mm. Exactly. Now you've not only represented Brisbane with the Bandits, but you've also played for Australia in baseball. Yep. What's it like representing your country? Yeah, it's um obviously a massive honour. Um, 
and that's I think that's the next step. Like the ABL's been around for ten years now, and I think um, the Australian team uh, can start to turn some heads internationally. I think that's that's really where where baseball needs to go. No one, obviously, no one overseas really thinks that we can compete with the big boys, and I think we really uh, we really can. As, as long as the league keeps going and, and it should do, and no reason it won't, then I think um, we can we can do a lot better internationally. Well, I guess that was highlighted by well, it was a few weeks ago now, but Australia beating the United States. Yeah. Were you part of that team? Yeah, yeah, I played first base. Um, yeah, we we uh, we beat Canada to make the uh, the second round of the Premier Twelve, and then had that. Massive win against USA, which I'm sure turned a few heads. So we really, yeah, we got out to an early lead in the first inning and then we held it with uh, good pitching and defense mm. and ended up winning 2-1. And your fellow teammate, Tim Atherton, was pitching that game, correct? Yeah, Maybe he was, remember. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> thinking back to a couple of weeks, yeah, he was, uh, he was amazing. Yeah, he was fantastic. Sure. Um, he's fantastic. He's one of our co-captains. He's one of the leaders of the team and made uh, he he thoroughly deserved he deserved to pitch against America and he deserved mm. and he expected to do well and he uh he really shoved it. Yeah, I'm from my memory he pitched quite deep to like the fifth, sixth, seventh inning with yeah, no hits was, as well or something like that. Yeah, I think um he pitched into the sixth or seventh inning. Mm, for sure. And what was yeah. that experience like winning against the USA? Like what yeah. who would have thought that? Yeah, exactly. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, like yeah, like I said, no one really expects us to win those games. Um, it was intense the whole way through. It was one of those games that just every pitch was so um, so important. Yeah, like once we got on top, we would have loved to have added on a couple more runs just to make it a bit bit easier. But it was one of you know everyone just stuck to their job and to beat them, they 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 very much did not like that. So it was a big <laughs> big, big big win for us and. Um, I think um, it, it can show it showed a lot of people that we can we can do more on the international stage. Certainly proves the quality of the league as well. Um, yep. What was it like playing against those players? Do you remember any key players that were in the USA squad at that um, on that day? Yeah, the catcher Kratz has spent a long time in the big leagues and um, looking. They they didn't have other big leaguers, but. They had a lot of guys that are going to be big leaguers very soon. A lot of very high prospects and stuff. So, yeah, a lot of young players and a lot of talented players. Mm. So, yeah. Speaking of prospects, you were once in, you're once a prospect yourself. You still are a prospect, uh, but you're a prospect <laughs> for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, right. What was that experience like as well? Well, it was a long time ago now, but um, <laughs> yeah, I went over there when I was 17, um, played. Rookie and able for the Dodgers. Didn't quite handle it in the end, but um, amazing experience. Got to play in a lot of places in America, Florida, Georgia, Utah, Michigan. Honestly, look back on it now, I um, would have loved to have gone further, but it just it wasn't to be. But um, yeah, uh, really amazing time over there. Yeah, completely understandable. And you're the all-time leader for the Brisbane Bandits in many categories, including games played. You recently broke yep. the 350 mark. What was that night like? You got to do it at home, correct? Yeah, yeah, that was uh, last Friday night. Fantastic. Um, yeah, only a, only a second player in the league to get to 350 games. Um, it's uh, sort of crept up on me a bit. It's great to got a massive massive applause from our home fans. It's like it was great to feel that appreciation. And um, I don't know, like uh, I guess when I'm finished playing, I'll have a think about that stuff probably more. But um, I guess. You look back on it and you go, oh, how have I played 250? But that's that's just how it is. And um, definitely uh, loved every minute of it. Well, thank you very much, Goofy, for joining us today. Yes, it, it was a great interview. Um, glad to have you on. Awesome. Thank you guys very much. Cheers, mate. Best of luck for the rest Cheers. of the season, eh? Thank you. What an amazing interview with David Sutherland. Boys, what did you think? Yeah, Goofy was great. He was a bit goofy, though. <laughs> no, no, no. He was great. He was great. Like we said before. Uh, great insight to some pretty pretty cool moments. Yeah, for sure. Australian baseball. So definitely. Thanks definitely. again for coming on, Goofy. If you're still listening, hope you are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's hope so. I mean, one of those great moments uh, you're talking about there was his 350th game. That was last Friday night. The reigning champions, uh, Brisbane Bandits, swept 
Geelong career. Um, four-time champions. Four-time champions, exactly. R- respect where Let's it's due. Respect mate. where it's due. <laughs> um, swept Geelong career with a f- um, few close fixtures over the weekend, um, including that 15-run thriller ending in a walk-off in extras last Friday for our mate Goofy's how about that 350th. How about that in your 350th? You can't really ask for much more. Like that's that, crazy. That's the stuff dreams are made of, mm. honestly. If yeah. only he was the one to hit that, uh, that, that base hit. That that would've been if it was a grand slam... Home run. Out of the park. That would be... (laughs) That's the only way you top that, though. But no, that's a great win for the Bandits. Certainly, certainly. The Adelaide Giants also took on the Sydney Blue Sox uh, with the latter winning the series 3-1 over the weekend. It was kind of a one-sided weekend. Mm. Sorry, Campbell. What's baseball's obsession with socks? I don't know. Well, you got to wear them. you got white socks. you got the black socks? No. White socks, red socks. Blue socks. Okay. No. Well, I guess you, you got the long socks going in the baseball, don't you? You got like yeah. the three-quarter pants and the Not long everyone socks. wears them. But it's like... Yeah. Like you wear socks, but you can wear long pants too. It's like calling a team, you know, the Queensland mouthguards. Well, they're, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, they're obviously just ripping it off the Boston Red Sox. Like Sydney Blue Sox. New South Wales headgear. Yeah. Not the same. Not the same. That was a gussy move. That was <laughs> a gussy That was move. an echo. <laughs> just a bad echo. I apologise. No, no, no. I truly do. Sydney mouthguards? Uh, <laughs> far out. All right, that was that was a gussy move. Well, that was very gussy. No, again, but it's um, yeah, blue socks. I don't know. Blue socks. It's strange. I, I want to see some purple socks. You know, Ooh. let's uh, mm-hmm. spice know. it up a little bit. Well, let's tick off all the colours of the rainbow. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Um, your Auckland boys. Um, try to pronounce it. No. No. Tuatara. Tuatara. I reckon it's probably not Maori. I reckon it's I reckon they just, just made it up and they just went that collection of not words. Not even that, man. I reckon it's just something really basic. Yeah. That we're too scared to attend. Yeah. What the Auckland curers. Um, also, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of a Maori phrase. Mouldy phrase. Um, also faced off against the Melbourne Aces with the Aces also getting the broom out against them. That's a cool um, logo. It is a cool logo. Mm. I like yeah. that. So is the Auckland one. It's kind of cool. It like is. A little iguana thing. It is. Whereas the Bandits, you know, good team, but... The B. Just a B? Yeah. Mm. They've got on some of their hats, they've got the bandit, the bandit. on it. Which I think they were going for clarity over something that looked good. Mate, if I'm wearing merch, I don't want clarity. I want, I want, oh, you want know, something with a bit of bite. I reckon, I reckon a bit, a, bit bite, a, bit a, a bit of bite. A bit of chew. Something <laughs> to start a conversation, you know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's um, that iguana doing on your shirt? You know? <laughs> well, when I was five. No, <laughs> again, no, there's a backstory to every logo, I guess. There certainly but, is. Yeah. There certainly is. And the Perth Heat also had a dominant weekend. Uh, with the boys from the West defeating the Campbell Canberra Cavalry three games to one in the series. Is that your team, Guzzy? The Canberra Cavalry. Yeah. Mm. No, mate. Brisbane Bandits, my side. You're a Canberra boy. You are a Canberra boy. I you yeah, I originated there. You seem to um, forget that like way. Moved too away often. when I was two. It was too hot and then too cold, and we're like, you know what? Let's just go somewhere where it's hot all the time. Let's settle for one. You know. So came up to Brisbane, um, and the rest is history. As Finn says, Brisney land. Brisney yeah. land again. Let's get that trending. I'm yeah. Brisneyland. I'm working hard. People are like Bris Vegas, but I think that's just the default. That's a bit. It is a bit. It's a bit like default. oh, Vegas. Ha ha ha. Oh, Bris Vegas. Yeah, yeah, no, but Brisneyland. You know where the magic happens. Mm. Exactly. No, where your dreams come true. Exactly, mate. No, but what I do like about the ABL is two divisions. Yeah. And that's very American, mm. very un-Australian. And it's mm. could this be incorporated in other codes? I don't think we I talked was about thinking it last about week. that when I was looking at the results on the weekend. I was looking at it and I thought this could work in the A League. This could work in the, not maybe not the A League, but like an NPL national I think competition. The NRL, like the yeah, yeah, um, like an A League two. No, basically, well, in the NRL, I think this has been discussed before. Um, a Sydney League, mm-hmm. and then you've got basically the others in another league. Yeah, a conference. Conferences, correct? Yeah. yeah, conferences. Um, again, that's interesting. Yeah, it's not something. I don't, well, it's not something Australians like to pursue though. No, no. But I think we're all big fans of the NFL, and yeah, it yeah. works pretty well over there. Certainly it does. Instills really solid rivalries. Yeah. And that's what I like. But again, there are only 14 divisions, conferences in the ABL. Yeah. There used know. to be three team. There you go. Expansion well. on the way up. Exactly. Yeah. Aussie baseball. Exactly. Next it's, good, thing. it's good to see. Well, there's nowhere to go but up for the ABL. I mean, it's it's a great competition. It's Well, they could go back to three teams. Yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, let's hope not. It's, it's growing. So, and it looks like, well, Goofy agreed with us. It's, um, the ABL competition is getting better and better. Every year, competition is getting better. So it's really good to see. And also on the back of that team, you, well, that victory over the USA. Yeah. Baseball down under oh, is yeah. only going to get bigger. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but where would you expand to? 
I don't know how much he can expand. Well, um, there's pretty much a team in every major city. Exactly, but do you need those derbies? I think there's plenty. I don't know. I think there's plenty of teams. Is there enough? Exactly. Is there enough potential, you know, to field ten teams, or enough or enough talent in Australia before you start going? Hey, let's just uh, fill our team with Americans. I think you probably go to oh, get Tassie a team. They no, they, they've, they've barely got a they've league got nothing, at all. They've they? barely got a league at all. That's what um, I find interesting. Well, there's only like 300 people that live on that island. Much. So that's interesting about I was Tasmania. Make a joke then, but probably shouldn't. <laughs> They're almost an untapped market. Yeah, in some yeah. ways, aren't they? They've got I was the going to make another joke. <laughs> 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 I just can't. <laughs> so many Tasmania jokes yeah. that you can oh, make. Oh, they're great. They've got the Hobart Hurricanes. The mm. Cane Train. The Cane Train. Woohoo! Um, other than that, and a bit of what, Shield Cricket, which Gussie loves. Yeah. Oh, he Don't loves get it. me started. And again, if you're still listening, <laughs> bet you're on the edge of your seat waiting for that because that's, that's Shield Cricket. That's where the magic happens. Not no. talking about Shield Cricket. Don't worry. Are we? No. Jeez, that's oh, news to me. Okay, We're no, <laughs> it's um. It's like I'm leaving. Yeah. Again, so it's an untapped market. Yeah. A-League? No, nah, get a footy team down there. Yeah. Get an a- uh, AFL team down there. They've been aching for one for ages. Move the Suns mm. down there. Mm. Oh, just get them out of the Gold Coast. Get them out of the Gold Coast, honestly. So what games have we got coming up, mate? Which key ABL games have we got coming um, up? So this weekend, we have Auckland facing Canberra, uh, Adelaide facing Geelong, uh, Korea, um, which you guys aren't huge fans of, but it's interesting. I don't mind Korea. No, Geelong, Korea. I mate. just confuse. I was Eight. just confused why they're playing out of Geelong when they could just play out at Korea. Well, it's a bit of a long plane flight, isn't it? Mate? Yeah, I think. But I mean, don't they have to make that flight anyway? They have their own league there. Do they? Yeah, and it's yeah. Would a most lot of them live a lot better and a lot bigger? Would most of them live in Geelong? though, you'd think. Yeah, so or I'm pretty sure it's made up from players who already play in the local competition that are okay. just too good to it's play in the local. It's competition. a bit weird or a bit unusual to name a team after a country. Well, yeah. in the uni competition that we that I play in, we do S- play... Silver medalist, I might add. Silver medalist, national. Um, Straight on your LinkedIn. Exactly. Um, there actually is one of those teams. Okay. So there's a team that is not affiliated with uni, but they're all XQT students uh, from Korea. Mm. So they all play in one team together socially and stuff like that in that competition. So it's not unheard of for those kind of things to happen um, in baseball specifically, especially when it's such a big sport in uh, Korea and Japan. Yeah. And countries like that. Um, anyway, we've also got Melbourne Aces playing Perth Heat. Um, our Brizzy Bandits are playing Sydney Blue Sox in Blacktown, uh, which will be interesting. Um, so for the record, in the ABL, they play four-match series, don't they? They do, which is really good. makes it really accessible. And we encourage everyone to go uh, watch some games because you can watch it on Thursday, you can watch it on Friday, you can watch it on Saturday. Um, Sunday? Uh, sometimes, but not all the time. Some Most of the time they have double headers and stuff. Gutted. Okay. Mm. Actually, I think there is one on Sunday. Chihu. Is the eighth a Sunday? Look at that. Yes, I it is. It is. There you go. You can watch it on Sunday too. Now that's a uh, that's wow. cool stuff. It's yeah. on almost every that's day awesome. of the week. Anyway, we'll move on to the Australian version of baseball, cricket. That is what we call a segue. Oh, it is, isn't it? Um, but the fact st- that he pre-planned he that did. terrible and he, and, he t- and he told us he did. as well. Guys, can we good. just can we just get past? You're embarrassing it? me. Guys, I've had okay. embarrassing in right. front of my um, friends. Had enough. Okay. This isn't fair. Telling mom. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet in the cordon. Thank you. Anyway. What? <laughs> Your chat stinks. I haven't been tossed, mate. <laughs> anyway. Um, from our games to watch in the Bulls Masters this week, UQ, they just continue to win, continue to dominate the Bulls Masters competition. Um, they defeated Sunshine Coast uh, at Webb Harris Oval. Um, UQ's total of 9 for 297 was Far too much for Sunshine Coast to chase down, falling short at 201. Uh, Jan, uh, I can't pronounce his name, but Yano Coetzee, South African. Yes, obviously, it looks like that. Um, He was the standout for UQ, scoring 88 runs, while Dominic Michael also contributed with 69 runs. Uh, UQ UQ stay in first place uh, in the overall competition, while Sunshine Coast uh, slip to seventh. Uh, Western <laughs> Suburbs also <laughs> defeated Valleys <laughs> at Peter Easton Noble. Uh, Valleys middle order weren't able to contribute uh, with plenty of stars, not really uh, making any impact with the bat, getting a lot of starts and not following on. Uh, Blake Edwards was brilliant with the ball for Western Suburbs, taking five wickets for 68 in the first innings, um, and Western Suburbs did it easy in the end, 10 for 231, 
and 5 for 154, declared defeating Valleys, 10 for 169, and 3 for 57. Quick question, was Matt Willans playing in that UQ Matt Willans was, and he got a solid 17 not out for UQ. Congratulations to him. He's He's been using the Bradley. I think he must have been, because he... Uh, his batting has been very good. Not out as well, may I remind you. Uh, so, obviously, he got the not, a- not ahead to declare. Bit of a David Warner situation there. Ooh. I reckon I reckon Matt Willans was iron Fuming. off, a, iron off a century, maybe. Triple ton. Uh, triple ton. What's what's the record for a number 11? Ash Nagar. Is that, is that it? Not 90, the, not 99? The I don't know. Not the record. I don't know what the record is, but Matt Williams no was probably thinking he could break it. There Speaking a, of Ash Nagar. Well, absolute levers. Wait, sorry, there was that Aussie... <laughs> A uh, quick bowler a few years ago, I think, yeah, fifteen years ago, he scored a double ton. Really? really? Yeah, pretty sure. Stuart Broad? No, no, <laughs> Australian. Australian. Not um, Australian. Well, no, Stuart Broad did score a ton against Zimbabwe, but um, Zimbabwe, that's, Zimbabwe, <laughs> yeah. Campbell, you keep saying what you're about to say. I'm gonna just do a quick Google search. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Ashen Agar, um, yeah. Cam Green, I picked him as a bit of a schmokey mm. for the Australian team, and what has Punter said? Well, Punter's pretty much backing him in, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. He. He likes the idea of playing uh, Cameron Green in that side. But at the moment... Not at the moment. The bowling attack's too strong. I know, but do you see anyone that he would replace in no. that Australian side? No, I don't think so. You wouldn't I, think so. He may come on tour with them. Yeah. Um, but I don't... And maybe as an emergency, and maybe 12th man. Yeah. But I don't really see him. I don't think he's really... He's definitely not good enough to take out any of those quicks out of the side. No. Um, maybe better than with the bat than maybe some of them. Um, he is quite good with the bat, especially sort of for a tall. Mitch Marsh type. Yeah, a little bit like a Mitch Probably Marsh type. Not as good at maybe, batting. Maybe not as good. Who knows? Yeah. He's way younger, so um, he's still got time to develop. Anyway, in the other matches oh. in the sorry, I've just uncovered some gold. Bit of a gem. Oh yeah. Bit of a gem. Okay. You might say Campbell. Mm. Uh, Jason ahead. Gillespie. Ah, oh, that's exactly. Right. I could picture him. I just couldn't remember his face. Is it against um, New Zealand. Well, uh, let's not talk. Didn't about read that far on Google, did I? No, he, he scored two. was against New Zealand. He scored two hundred one. I'm beaten. Two hundred one. Oh, he scored a good amount. I think he scored about fifty against New Zealand or something. But there you go. Anyway, that that was uh, shocking. The top, a off the top of my head, that one. <laughs> good one. <laughs> so, off the dome. <laughs> off the dome. Anyway, as I was saying, very very bald dome. But <laughs> not yet, mate. Get there. Ashley Martin, thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, in the other <laughs> Bulls Masters games, uh, Redlands defeated the Gold Coast. Northern Suburbs defeated Ipswich Logan. Sandgate Redcliffe defeated Toomble. And South Brisbane drew with Winner Manly. Well, so, Gussie, how does this look on the standings? So, you got UQ. Yeah, so you got the, UQ. The benchmark, yeah, you got Western Suburbs creeping up in the second. Uh, Valleys have dropped down to about fourth now. Yep. And it was. Um, and what? South Brisbane dropped all the way down to seventh. That's really tight in the middle there. That Valleys game, or that Valleys performance, I guess, that kind of. Started with their loss to UQ, didn't it? It did about, about uh, three or four weeks ago. Yes, yeah, a, a couple of weeks ago, maybe, yeah, maybe three, three weeks ago. Their batting has really let them down recently. Um, they haven't posted a solid first innings total in a while, so it's not looking all that good for Valleys, who should be a top side in this competition. And how many rounds to go? Oh, do you know? I don't know the exact amount. You're putting me on the spot here, mate. It's about round <laughs> eight. Eight or nine. Okay. I think yeah. there's. I th- think they're about halfway through. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So t- time to turn it around, but still, mm. it's um. Yes. One season that is over though, or the regular season. Yeah, the WBBL. That's nice. I like that. Um, Thought of it just then. I didn't plan it ahead. You know. Well, well at least even if you did, you didn't tell us exactly. I mean, we've we've got our four teams now. Uh, Brisbane Heat finished on top. The Brisbane Heat women. Uh, second place was the Adelaide Strikers. Third Perth Scorchers and fourth Melbourne Renegades. No mm-hmm. sixes, no, no sixes. Yeah, that's a that's pretty telling in well, itself. I as, guess as soon as Elise Perry Elise was Perry. gone, exactly the sixes season was over. Also, a great last push from the Melbourne Renegades as well. Well, they've been in red hot form. I think they they've lost. Uh, they've won about four of their last five, Include, yeah. including the win against the Heat. So, did, a bit yeah, of revenge, did. I guess, they this did. week. But pretty cool, I think. It's a pretty cool initiative by Cricket Australia. All mm. games are at Allen Border Field. Yeah. So awesome. that's Saturday and Sunday. We'll yeah. be there. Well, Gussie, oh, Gussie and I will be there. As, yep. as always. I mean, I expect- Finn, you're always MIA. I am. Yeah. It's really it's, bizarre. It, yeah. Oh, how the tables have turned. It used to be Finn. Um, no, Finn. Gus never comes to anything. Yeah. Now it's Finn. Yeah. And who's the stalwart there? There yeah, every time. I'm a busy man, mate. No, but the, again, all those games, Allen Border Field. Yeah, so expect- both both yeah. semis on Saturday, then the final on Sunday. Expect a massive crowd at Allen yeah, Border 100%. as well. I mean, we, we were at the last game between the Heat and the Renegades mm-hmm. and it was packed and it was midweek 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. These ones on on the weekend. So on take the kids out, take the girlfriend out, take the boyfriend out, do oh, whatever you want. If I had a girlfriend, and, maybe. <laughs> and watch some great cricket because these ladies are really good. I pop um, tears. And it, uh, <laughs> how much? How much are tickets? Your shoes wet. Ten do- from ten dollars. Yeah, about ten bucks. So yeah. it's value for money as well. It's Top a day down. out. They're both on the same day. It's curtain. They're back to back. And they if, come back on the Sunday. And if that's not good enough, me and Campbell will be there. So Campbell, Campbell and I. I. <sighs> Jinx. Buy me a Coke. Um, no, but that's uh, also Mac is right next door. So yeah, if you're looking for that, a Mac, that's, that's the big selling point. Selling point. <laughs> yeah. um, um, but no, yeah. but that, again, that's really cool, and I don't think we could see that happen with mm. the men's games because no. they generate, let's face it, a bigger crowd. Yeah, mm. but like I don't know, you couldn't go, you couldn't have that at the Gabba, could you? No. no, games on Saturdays, then Sunday. You'd be losing the ball, especially <laughs> like. You'd be hitting it into oh, Albion into Race Park. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, I'm just checking it out now. Tickets are free. Oh, Tickets wow. Are free? What? Yeah. No, kids are free. Kids might be. Kids are free. No, I'm saying the concession are about five or ten. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Well, just turn uh, my computer around. I read something around. earlier. There you go. Free? Again, Again, I have that. 100%. That's a win. Unless my eyes are lying to me, they're free. Yeah. So, again, mm. really, really cool initiative by Cricket Australia. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Sammy's Saturday. Final Sunday, and then yeah. uh, mid to late afternoon, yeah. uh, you can see the heat lifting the shield. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Well, I was just about to ask, what are the tips for the semi-finals and the final? Uh, yeah, so uh, Br- Brisbane Heat are playing Melbourne Renegades yes. in a rematch of the uh, a few weeks ago, where you'll infamous, see infamous loss. Infamous loss. You'll see uh, Brisbane girl, ex Brisbane Heat player uh, Josie Dooley, wiki keeper for the Melbourne Renegades, battling against her old team. Uh, that could go either way. I mean, we've seen. Melbourne Renegades are in hot form. I like the look of the Renegades. They're looking honestly. good. Um, but Brisbane Heat are pretty bloody good themselves. Adelaide versus Perth Scorchers. What do you reckon? I like the look of Adelaide. Um, they've been brilliant this year. This is their best ever performance um, from Adelaide. Uh, Sophie Devine has been the player of the series, definitely. Mm. So I'm giving that one to Adelaide. And I think Adelaide are going to go all the way. You reckon? That's yeah. pretty like That's disappointing it. from you, pal. What? Pretty disappointing. What do I have to back Brisbane? Yes. Oh, come on. Look, I like the look of Adelaide. No. They've probably been uh, a surprise packet. I didn't expect them to be in the final four, but look, they've deserved to be there, and I think they're going to win it. There you go. There There's you go. our picks. There you go. Good to hear. NBL. <laughs> what are we doing? NBL. Well, actually, this is quite interesting. So, obviously, Lamelo Ball, he's been the big... Yes, he's been... He's the big crazy. talking point this season. I think the Batuta Advocate uh, reported that he was the first um, player in the MB, or, yeah, NBL to dunk. So, there you go. You're kidding. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Gussie. Gussie. Jeez, mate. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. Mate. Look, I don't, wat- I don't watch a lot of basketball. And, I mean... It's irrelevant. It's just sa- completely that's irrelevant. Just, why would you bring that up? Batuta Advocate. Oh, Batuta... Oh, okay. <laughs> I get it now. <laughs> I get it now. Anyway. Mate. Anyway, but ESPN, they released their first mock draft for next year's, mm. for next year's, uh, well, NBA draft. Yeah. They had Lamelo going number one. Wow, still. And also, interestingly, uh, at number five, uh, RJ Hampton, I think his name is. Yeah. New Zealand Breakers. Yeah. Yep. Again, that's, so that's two uh, NBL players possibly going in. Good signs. In top Good five. signs. Do you reckon you'd earn more playing at an NBL team than an college team if you, they got paid? Uh, I think you would. Like a team like the Gators or my the U. The U. The U. Can or FSU or something like Finn that. Finn The U. The U. Of Queensland. Of Queensland, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, again, I think you would go, yeah. coming down under just because I think there'd be more opportunities for endorsements. Mm-hmm. Especially a player like Lamelo. I don't know what he's doing endorsements-wise, but yeah. I mean... Whatever he wanted, he could get. Building an international brand, too. Which exactly. is handy. That's what it is. You know, big ball of brand. Big ball. Never lost. Never lost. Never Stay lost. in your lane. Stay in your no, lane. So it's, um, yeah, but it's quite weird that he's going, well, projected to go number one by ESPN because Illawarra still. Illawarra. Still last. Uh, sitting last. City dwellers. How's he doing, though? Yeah, he's going good. Yeah. Really good. Uh, I think he had two triple doubles back to back last Ooh. week. So it's, um, that's yeah. good. It is good. That's good. It is good. He's playing well. No, it is good. So it's um Sydney Kings, Perth Wildcats, one and two. Yeah. Nothing nothing new, really. Nothing new. Same old, same old. It's pretty much it's almost like there's just like two or three teams in the middle who are just changing. Yeah. But other than that, you know, the bottom's pretty well anchored, except the breakers, second last. So mm. so tough being a New Zealand fan. Oh, it is. You know? Long suffering, except for if you're an all backs fan. Oh, that was pretty tough still. Yeah. Well I mean what are you? Poor you. For you, like you're not even good at rugby anymore. Sailing, America's Cup champions. 
True. There True. you go. Is sailing a sport though? Yeah. Yep. Rugby league's not. Anyway, so <laughs> more of a sport than union though. So not definitely a, not, not officially. Nah. No. Foot foot golf and pole dancing. That's a whole other debate though. Exactly. What's more popular? Let's just pole say. dancing. What's <laughs> 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 well, popular with me? Definitely pole dancing. Maybe uh, not. Let's, maybe let's not foot golf. It. Let's stay off it, mate. <laughs> foot foot golf is a bit of a foot golf is actually a lot of fun. It is good fun. Um, I played a course and I think it was over near Nudgee. Yeah, yeah, Nudgee yeah. Lake. That's where it is. Good fun. Seriously, we well, go actually, around. So you literally just putt with your foot. No, you, like you, no, like your foot is your driver. Like there's and your putter. There's fairways in that. Yeah. So what you're hitting like a rubber ball around, or no, you're actually a kicking football. a golf ball, like a you're football. A football. Yeah, you, oh, you get a football. No. Yeah, it's foot. Oh wow. Yeah, you get okay. like a soccer football. I was imagining like a a, a little rubber ball or something <laughs> you're hitting <laughs> oh around. God, you are right. thick, mate. I, I'm sorry, I've never played foot golf before. <laughs> well, piece like, it, who plays foot golf? Piece it together, pal. <laughs> Do you want to get up an IQ test for Gussie? Because I'm genuinely I a bit concerned. I think you'll fail, mate. <laughs> I think you'll just fail. Can you I'm fail sorry. an IQ test? Look, I'm sorry, but am I the only one who thinks foot golf? Would have a golf ball in it or no. similar shaped ball, yes. like a rubber ball. Mm-hmm. Foot golf, it's football golf. What? <sighs> oh my god. Okay. Oh my god. Anyway, guess should we move on to football while we're at it? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Sydney FC still top of the table. <laughs> Wellington, <laughs> back to back, baby. Smoky. Bit of a smoky. Bit of a smoky. Uh, let's. I uh, think not. Um, but Perth Glory, the team they faced last year. And we've already spoken about this. Yeah. They're at the bottom of the league, followed by the Central Coast Mariners, 10th. The source. The source. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm coining that. They're yeah. the source from now on. I uh, like that. I like it too. Seriously. Get that copyrighted. Let's put, put it, it on, on a t-shirt. Put it on some t-shirts. Put it on some t-shirts. Sell them. Uh, Melbourne City are second um, in the league, followed by Adelaide, which uh, there was an absolute wonder goal scored. Oh, my God. Brilliant. Off the chest. Off the boot. Top bins. Keeper was in no man's land. Uh, Western Sydney, well, Adelaide has been great this year. Brisbane Roar are making a bit of a comeback. I mean, with two wins, will you? Yeah, but that's all it takes in the A-League. It does. Like, well, Gussie, what have you thought of the, I guess, the Roar in the last, let's say the last four games? They have been up and down. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't, I was expecting this result because Central Coast are even worse. Actually, sorry, is it fairer to say that they were down, but now they're on the up? Because no. I think it was two losses, then two yeah. wins, right? So I, uh, and a loss, oh, lost to, lost to Wellington, of course. I don't think, How could I forget? I don't think the Raw should be inspired by this victory. No, certainly not. Because it's no. Central Coast. No, and, and they should have won against Wellington as well. Yeah. So, um, it's But they didn't. <laughs> I mean, they Come need... Come on, you next. What I do like about them is they're playing more youth now. Yeah, um, again, but that's that's almost forced, yes, isn't it? But um, it should have been that way from the start. I don't think it's ideal when clubs are having to do that. Um, if you want to win the league, like a team like Sydney, they develop players in a smart way. Yeah. But they also bring in a clunk of international talent. Yeah. So, and that's why they're top of the league and man, they're head and shoulders above other, everyone else at the moment. Eh? Mate, like, really? Some head and shoulders. <laughs> Sore spot? Yeah, mate. Sorry. Move Bit on. of dandruff. Dandruff. I can't speak. Um, <laughs> Newcastle Jets are then following the Brisbane Roar. Melbourne Victory, Wellington Phoenix, and of course Central Coast and Perth at the bottom. And that's a wrap of football. It certainly it? is. Had some interesting results on the weekend, but I mean, eh. Well, at, the, at this stage, it's looking like Sydney's to lose. Well, yeah. It really is. Actually, I will say this too: Western United, mm. they're in a bit of a dangerous period now. I think that's three losses in a row now. Yep. And they started so well, Gusman, didn't they? Yeah. Well, they've had a lot of home fixtures as well, and yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough at the back end of the season when they're playing these away games to Sydney and to Melbourne. Yeah, I I don't see them doing that. I don't see them making the finals. Well, yeah. they're in a position now where they have victory at home next week. Yeah, if they lose, you know, flag on the play. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, GMHPA, sound, sound the alarm. Yeah, GMHBA is far from a fortress. It is. Um, well, I agree. So, but if they start can't lose, win at home, mate, you lose four in a row. Yeah, and. It, this is one of those, I guess, cliche or English term six-pointers, isn't it? Yeah. Where these are two teams now battling for survival in terms of A-League final aspirations. Loser, it's very hard to recover, even yep. though it's only nine weeks into the season. Certainly is. Mm. Certainly is. Uh, one quick one before we get out of here. Copper America, we've been put in the south region. Uh, we'll be taking on Argentina. Ur- uh, Chile. Uruguay. Uruguay. And Sorry, Bolivia, since- I want to say. Few other countries. Ecuador, maybe. Ecuador. That's in there. Someone else. Again, the, the big Since t- when did Australia 
qualify for this. There, there's two invitational teams. So weird. It's just embarrassing. Like, first we're in Eurovision, now we're in <laughs> Copper America. America. Make up your mind, Australia. Where, oh which God. continent do you want to be a part of? Pick I one. Don't know. Pick and stick. It's good because you know Asia Cup. You don't really get to face that great a competition. Compared but we're just to gonna get walloped. We like will. Everyone. We are. Well, we probably are. We will. So it's you get Me? two invitational teams. Mm. Again, that's why Australia got the nod. But why Qatar. Australia of all countries? Oh, that's well, why okay. Qatar of all countries. Well, World Cup. The World hosts. Cup. Yeah. But and there's money there. Yeah. Was <laughs> money, money talks. <laughs> yeah. Football's still the most corrupt sport in the world. Oh, definitely. Oh yeah. No doubt. Oh yeah. But no, I think we'll win it. You reckon we'll win? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a uh, Russia winning the World that's Cup kind yeah. of pick there, mate. Absolutely uh, yeah, blinded by optimism. Yeah. All right. Well, you, well, at least you're confident. I'm less confident. Um, anyway, that's all we have time for today, guys. Um, thank you once again, boys. Put in in your, uh, your wise Thanks, inputs, mate. I guess. Thank you. Is that a good way to say it? I don't know wise. how wise it is. Gave it a shot. Yeah. Well, know I think that's all we can at do. At the end of the exactly. day, we're just three guys sitting in front of a microphone just... Shooting the chat. Just trying to be well, smart. And we're really not. We're really not. <laughs> anyway. Fake it till you make it. That's it, mate. That's it. That's the goal. Exactly. We're anyway. Who, we're who you beauty. You beauty. Child. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can do so at underscore beyond the sidelines underscore for Instagram, at beyond the sidelines for Facebook, and we're on YouTube at beyond the sidelines. We're considering setting up a website. Let us we know are. what what we are. Let mm. us know what you guys think about that. You're um, just spoiling everything, mate. Well, it's just you know, it's oh, too exciting. I've got to talk a little about bit. it. I've got to talk about we, it. We might release a website. We might not. Mm, there you who go. Knows? We will. Maybe a poll. We'll get a poll going. Should we release a website? Should we not? You know, a bit of. Inf- anyway, whatever. Oh, we could do, mate. We could <laughs> do. But, but I think never mind. It's just embarrassing when it's just us voting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Please that is someone fair. else vote. Please. Anyway, oh, we'll, get sh- m- we'll get mum to vote. Yeah. Fine. Anyway, make sure you listen to this episode and all the other ones. We value the time you spend listening to these episodes. Thirty seconds. Yeah, thirty seconds. That's all it takes. You Thank don't have you. to listen to the end. You know, I probably won't be listening to this right now. Anyway, um, get keen for episode twenty. Exactly. Yeah. yeah we'll celebrate Very it then, mate. Yeah. I think it was pretty uh, bit presumptuous. Well, this mm. is number nineteen in the bag, my friend. This mm. is, this is, but you know, we've still got a week. We've still mm. got plenty of sport to watch. We look forward to you joining us next week on episode 20. Cheers. Cheers.